Hello, thanks for listening to the Gibraltar Today podcast. I'm Jonathan Scott. GBC is now in full-on election mode. We've got three weeks of election programmes for you on Radio Gibraltar and on GBC television. And you can always catch up on the GBC social media and on our website. Our first debate was in the Radio Gibraltar studios on the topic of business and tourism. The GSD was represented by Craig Saccarello and the GSLP Liberals were represented by Vijay Darianani. Right, let's go straight in. We've flipped a coin, and the first question goes to uh, Craig Saccarello. So can uh, we just check how familiar you are with tourism in Gibraltar by asking you uh, what percentage of our economy does tourism account for? Um, I I don't know the exact amount, uh, but I, I know that it's a lot lower than it should be. It's... Um, I, I think, generally speaking, there's a, there's a dearth of figures out there. I think there's... Uh, there's a need for tourism to have much greater focus than than it than it does get at the moment. Obviously, we were hit by COVID, but COVID had a positive spin in that we received a lot of uh, of business through the COVID corridor. But that seems to have petered away because our our sites are not set up properly for the tourist experience, and we can go into more detail on that later. Vijay Darinani, what's the percentage of our look, economy? I mean, we have to look at that in the in in 2019. Before the uh, uh, before COVID uh, uh, came along, the tourism expenditure was approximately three hundred million pounds. Uh, that is a substantial amount uh, of the economy. So it shows you how important tourism is. And I think if we look at uh, during COVID, I think people perhaps realised that tourism was more important than we actually thought throughout the world, because I think we used to take tourism for granted. And uh, and then we realised that no, it is it's, it's not like that. Tourism is an ex- extremely important uh, uh, part of the economy to Gibraltar and uh, and throughout. So, uh, sorry, I haven't. I'm not sure if I've heard a figure. Do you know what the uh, economy, what percentage of the economy no, comes I'm from? Just, just given you the figure that the the expend the the tourism expenditure. So we're looking at uh, approximately twenty five percent. Of 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 of, uh, of the whole thing that of of everything that incorporates tourism. Yeah, uh, according to the chief minister's budget speech, it's twenty uh, percent. Yeah. Um. Of, and of jobs, do we know, uh, Mr. Darianani, what percentage of jobs in Gibraltar is in tourism? Well, I wouldn't be able to give you the exact uh, figure, but you need to take into account again that there are uh, many jobs that uh, that tourism incorporates, uh, from from of course from the the hospitality trade, the retail trade, the the uh, t- transport sector. Uh, so once again, I wouldn't be able to give you the exact figure on, on the employment side. Mr. Sagarello? I Well, I actually think that it should, again, it should be a lot, lot more than it currently is. I mean, I went around the sites yesterday, Jonathan, there's a whole load of sites that are closed down. The museum on a Sunday, admittedly, but one a day where there's two large cruise liners in, the museum was closed, the um, Gorham's Cave lookout was closed, Manswell was only by appointment, the um, Moorish Castle was only uh, a tower of homage. It should be a lot, lot bigger. The fact is that there's a lot of people studying at the college, um, studying tourism. They go away, they get a degree, they come back, and then they find that there's no work in the sector. Gibraltar should be looking proactively, not just reactive, 
and we should be looking at developing these sectors so that we can provide a lot more jobs for our youth, not just our youth, for anyone who's interested in that sector. Uh, it's 10% of jobs uh, in the tourism sector. Um, Mr. Darinani, how many visitors do we get every year to Gibraltar? Look, we're looking at uh, the average has always been approximately 10 million, uh, 10 million uh, uh, tourists coming into Gibraltar. There are three. Uh, there is the, the land frontier, there is the, um, the airport, and then you have the, cru- the cruise liners. So we're looking at approximately 450,000 passenger movements uh, in the in the airport uh, approximately 300 between 300 and 350,000 during in, in in cruising and approximately 9 million uh, uh, through the land frontier i think the, the important point here jonathan is, is that if each uh, person coming in is spending 1 pound we need to increase that to 10 pounds so we don't need to worry about how many more tourists we need to get here but just that they they have experiences where they can spend more money and we can create more jobs. I think it's. I, I think, if I may, um, on on spending, uh, Craig, we need to we need to realise that uh, the job of the government or the the job of a of any minister for tourism is to attract tourists to Gibraltar. We we can't really uh, force them to, to to spend, and 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 more so in in the current scenario where we are, we're going through uh, a, a a cost of living crisis. You know where people where people um, are saving up. You know if you're if you're if you spending more on your mortgage if you're spending more in in, in the supermarket you're, you're still saving up to go on holiday so once you do that then 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 really it is more about um going on holiday and, mm. and it's difficult to spend on on luxury and and i agree with you because uh if, if we could uh, get people to spend more i mean that that would be fabulous and we have seen and we have seen uh, the, the 2019 figure that I gave you was a record uh, expenditure in tourism over, over ever in Gibraltar. So it shows that people people were spending. It's just that COVID has has put a yes. dent into it, and and not yeah, only we COVID, still have, but we still have sites that are closed. We still have sites that are poor that aren't um, properly uh, no, uh, developed. There's an issue with uh, who controls what, but ultimately it's down to the to the. Well, the I disagree with I disagree with you that the, the sites are poor. I mean, you know, we've we've just recently refurbished the World War World War Two tunnels. Where know. the audios don't work. Sorry. Where the audios don't work. The That's audios the don't work from, from the. Well, from I, the well, I think this this has just been refurbished uh, recently, so the audios must be working because, like I said, we've just re- refurbished them now. You you might have uh, information that is e- either perhaps incorrect or or, it's correct. or, or, or well, um, but like I say, so we we have spent uh, in in refurbishing the, in refurbishing the sites. Look, over the last four years, uh, we have a situation where look, every electoral cycle is is, is a four year cycle. Uh, this this one has perhaps been a two year cycle or a two and a half year cycle. Uh, for, for obvious reasons, we've had other priorities, uh, other financial priorities. We've spent over four hundred million pounds on on COVID, on keeping our people safe, on on keeping on saving jobs, on on saving businesses, on people, on putting uh, food on people's uh, tables, on making sure that uh, the GHA has had everything necessary to protect our people. This is what we've been doing uh, as a par- priority to to other things. Look, for me, it's been it's been. Uh, a uh, very frustrating time as Minister for Tourism because there's so much that I wanted to do and it hasn't been because I haven't uh, tried. On the contrary, I, you know, I've worked seven days a week, you know, constantly trying to, to make sure that that, uh, that we could bring back the business because... So do you visit the sites frequently, do you? Sorry? Do you visit the sites frequently? 
I visit them as much as I can. Yes, of course. I mean, I mean that is part of uh, part of part of my job. But uh, but you but you need to realize also that the the sites as such don't have not fallen under my uh, ministry. That is that that form that falls under the ministry for 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 the environment. Well, perhaps that's the problem. There's not enough joined up thinking and coordination between departments. And and no, so I don't, I, the, I, the, I, perhaps I dis- the tourists, I the CEO of the tourist I, board. Sorry, I, the, the CEO of the tourist board. Perhaps ought to have oversight over this. Well, uh, first of all, I disagree with them because we we do work uh, very closely. Uh, my department and the department for the environment work very closely. Uh, the the new CEO of tourism, Mr. Rossino, has played a, a very uh, integral part in, in in looking at the sites because he's very keen on, on on developing these sites. So, like I say, it's 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 not that it's disjointed as you say at all. It's uh, it's it's just different. Okay, yeah, l- let me is, ask yeah. let me ask um, Mr. Darianani. Um, you talked about, uh, I think, something like 10 million people crossing the frontier. I think that includes cross-frontier workers. Visitors who are considered tourists, it's 4.5 million. Uh, and what do you make of the first impression that they get when they arrive by land uh, at the frontier? Well, the, uh, you know that we have just recently announced a, a total refurbishment of the uh, vehicular and pedestrian uh, at, the, at the land border with, with Spain. That will, that will definitely improve the, the experience that the, that the, that the visitor... But that, that hasn't happened yet, so I'd like to know what you think the impression, the first impression is today. Well, obviously, we're not, we're not happy with the first impression. That's why we're carrying out the refurbishment. Um, look, it's it's very easy to say that uh, that we should be spending when you have the GSD who says that we spend too much. So, so we so they need to make up their minds whether 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 we're spending or we're not. But we are prepared to spend. We've had other priorities this term, and uh, and and it's clear that we are the ones that who have the plans to make sure that. All entry points are refurbished. You will have seen my my announcement on the cruise liner terminal, on 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 the area of the port, the the the, the frontier uh, land port. Um, so so look. Let, we're, let we're, me ask Mr. Sacarello what the GSD makes of yeah. those announcements well, just well, before the election. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it, it's it it literally is a case of electioneering. They've had twelve years to tackle those and and clearly haven't. The the entry points, like you say, are are shopfront. They are. So, so important as first impressions are are crucial, and yet they've been neglected for twelve years. Um, I think that the 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 coach park and the uh, cruise liner terminal ought to be done up. And on the topic of uh, of funding, of course, everything is was caveated with the the availability of the finances, which we, the state of which we'll find out when we uh, when we get when and if we go in. Um, but. The the point is that there's a lot of financial mismanagement there. There's uh, there's companies, for example, being paid 1.3 million pounds a year to maintain five sites, a number of which are are, cl- are closed or have been closed for a while. One of which was closed yesterday, um, and so there's there's a lot of money there. There's no need for extra extra expenditure, and it's stuff that can be redirected and spent much better, providing the taxpayer t- with value for money. So, so you think that that the inefficiency is such that you won't have you wouldn't have to spend more to achieve the things that you've just described? Not in terms of um, managing the sites and improving them. Of course, for capital, there will be a requirement for capital expenditure. I don't think, Craig, whether you're aware that this contract that you're referring to was uh, was given by the GSD. All we have done is just we've just uh, kept for, at it. So for, I mean, for around three hundred thousand I mean, pounds, I mean, so it's one point three million. I think it's impo- I think it's important that we we take we take that into account. The job to maintain the 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 sites is 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 done the right way. Uh, so I, I think 
all these things have to be done. It's very easy, it's very easy for you to criticize fr from the outside, but when you're actually in government, you 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 find that it is is not as easy as you say. But we have done a fabulous job of of maintaining all our sites. It's it's been a difficult four years, and and we've had to prioritize, like I say. And uh, you you speak of you speak of you speak of spending. You speak of mismanagement. Once again, I I, I disagree with you totally. I think there has been none of that. We have had to prioritize. We've prioritized our people, we've prioritized our businesses, and we've prioritized jobs. That is what we've been doing. Well, whilst we're on the, the uh, question of, of, of debating, I, I'd, I'd question certainly the um, quality and condition of the sites. If you look at my Facebook page prior to this, about a half an hour, an hour ago, I posted some pictures which will show what the sites actually look like. Um, these were taken yesterday, and you can see that, there's, that they leave a lot to be desired. So I, I think we can definitely improve that. That will improve the customer experience. The customer will then tell others. They will come back. So will their friends. And it's there that we need to focus. Those are the low low-lying fruit before we talk about expansion and projects such as the the uh, skywalk bridge which actually i think was was a good project so i actually think that despite well, its, its cost it did it does attract in, people in and we need of, more large projects like in that. terms of assessing um how well the gsop liberal alliance has done while in government uh, in the last financial year mr darianani brought over the highest revenue in tourism ever recorded so, so he brought that personally did he no, we're, we're, well, we're talking about his record as policymaker, as tourism minister. I'm putting to you that uh, a record amount of money came in. With the cruise liners uh, reducing, I'd question all of those, those well, stats. Well, I think, I think we need to... I think it's very unfair to make a sweeping statement of that sort, uh, of cruise liners, uh, cruise liners uh, reducing. I think, I think you, you, need to have, you need to get your statistics right, first of all. So, look, let's, 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 talk, let's, let's talk about statistics, you know. So, in, 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 we have seen in, uh, over the last, uh, over the last three, three years, we've seen 2022 was the first full year of, of, of cruising, when, when cruise ships were... Decimated. I mean, you need to take that into account. We've seen how they have lost millions and billions of pounds. Cruise lines, cruise line companies have, have lost billions of pounds. We've come back. People have been very um, unsure about travelling. Still in in 2022, this year we've seen it. We've we've seen an increase. Next year we're going to see a, an increase of five percent on cruise liners. We're going to we're well, going to see an increase. Lines, we're going to see P and O are not coming next year. Well, I, well, for, first of all, I think you think you. Need to be careful of these sort of statements that you make because they well, are damaging. They are damaging. Of course, they are, of course they are coming. You are absolutely wrong when you say these things because this is not helpful. Because if if you really think that PNO not coming, you should come and ask me, right? And and then make a statement. It's very unfair to mention cruise line names just like that without knowing your facts, which you obviously don't know. So let me tell you that PNO. Let me tell you that PNO is coming. Right, we have an increase uh, next year of five percent. We have a further increase in 2025 of of, of seven seven and a half percent. To give you the type of uh, to give you an idea of, of of figures, this month in September we have 20 uh, cruise calls. Next month in October we have 27 cruise calls. In November we have 29 cruise calls. That's practically one a day. What more do you want, Craig? Well, I think people on Main Street would want more people getting off the, the cruise liners. The, the point is that with the port... Yesterday, tourists, yesterday, product, yesterday, let me tell you. Let me tell you, let me tell you yesterday. Let me just finish about getting people off. Yesterday I was on a cruise ship. Yesterday I was on a cruise ship. Mr. Sacarello was making a point, Mr. Darina. Thank you. So so in terms of in terms of what more, it's not what more do I want, it's what more 
is being asked for by by the public, and that includes you know your fellow retailers, and and they are complaining about the drop in in the cruise lines. They are finding okay. that drop palpable. Very quickly, so Mr. Darren, before just, we take I've, a break, I've, I've, I've just given you I've just given you statistics, so um, uh, that w- that there is a drop. Look, I think I think we all want more more cruise liners. It's 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 something that you know when I when I was in my business, it's something that I looked forward to a cruise okay. liner coming into town. Gibraltar today with Jonathan Scott. We were talking about cruise liners before the break. Mr. Darianani, what do you think visitors to the cruise terminal uh, make of that terminal as it is at the moment and of North Mole Road? What first impression do they get? Well, look, first of all, let me tell you that um, I was been speaking to a lot of people this, this summer who've been on cruises and they keep on telling me that our terminal is, 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 uh, is, is one of the better ones that they've actually seen. Um, but having said that, I mean, I'm very ambitious. I think that uh, I'm very ambitious for Gibraltar and cruising. So I, I think that it's, it's about time that we, that we built something, you know, really that we can be proud of and that we can sell Gibraltar as their premier uh, des- cruising destination in the Mediterranean. So that is, that is okay. one of the, 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 the reasons why we've made this announcement on, on, on the cruise line. Mr. Sakharilla? Well, I think that, as you mentioned before, um, it's the first, first um, impressions. It's uh, the most important thing. I think it's severely lacking. Um, and I'd counter what, uh, what, what Vijay just said there. I actually think that a lot of people, including people on the audit of um, on my um, trail of my recent post, post on Facebook, which I alluded to, have, have said, after travelling this summer, comparing various uh, different travel destinations, which were similar to Jib, it became apparent how we are lacking so much in this sector. So people out there, locals, realise the fact that we, are, that we are lacking in our tourist products. And the first impression is so, so key. OK, and in terms of um, money in the bank, this one is for whoever wants to answer it. Uh, how do cruise liner visitors compare to excursionists from Spain in how much they spend? I think it's I think it's important that we have to take all these things into account. I mean, when, pe- when people at the moment are, like I said, paying more for their mortgages, they're paying more when they go to a supermarket. They're paying in the UK, they're paying three times as much for their electricity. So when they come on holiday, they they need to be careful what they spend. And I think that is a problem. It is it is not that people aren't coming to Gibraltar because you only have to walk up Main Street and and see for yourself. You only have to. See, only yesterday I was I was I was invited on a on an inaugural cruise call, and talking to the to the to the representatives there. They were saying that that all their tours were full. All the tours to Gibraltar were full, and, and you know, so so that shows that people do come off. People people do come off, but but do they actually spend money? Well, look, they're not spending as much as before, but but that is not something that uh, uh, any government can really influence. But I can't. My question I, was about the relative importance. How how important is spending from cruise liners compared to spending from tra- excursionists tra- at tra- the moment? Tra- traditionally, the the cruise liner the cruise liner passenger has always been. Uh, a very good spender, uh, but we but we see that that I, I think that we've come to a stage that you can't really compare at the moment because they're, they're, even the the excursion is coming from Spain is is, is not spending is not spending as much. But there's uh, there many a, many times more excursionists from Spain. It's the more important market. Well, it's it's it's, it's, it's the larger market. It's 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 a larger market. Um, whether whether we would it's, it's a larger market, but I think the 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 cruise liner passenger tends normally to be the more affluent uh, the more affluent uh, visitor and and, and ten, tends to spend tends to spend more. So so we've always seen that as a, as a very important uh, um, part of the economy. See, the, the but according think, according to the chief minister's budget address, it's eleven point six million pounds in income from cruise liner visits. 
uh, compared to £143 million pounds, uh, via excursionists from Spain. So there are, more pe- there are more people coming. Ten from, times from, a bigger there, market. There, there, are more people coming, there are more people coming from Spain, of course, as, as I just told you, that there's approximately 300,000 pass- cruise line passengers, and, uh, and then, then we've got like over six million excursionists. So, so of, of course, that in itself will make, uh, makes the difference. Okay, let's talk about um, airport visitors. What first impression do they, do they get, Mr. Sacarello? Well, I think the the airport is a is a wonderful facility. Um, I, I don't think there's perhaps when when there's two or three aircraft in at a time, there might be a slight issue with the with with the uh, baggage reclaim. Um, but in terms of of uh, of a building, I mean that was done under the GSD government, and that was money well invested. Um, I think these capital projects are important. They not only reflect the face of Gibraltar, they reflect the future of, of Gibraltar. Um, but what we are looking at beyond that, by extension, is the lack of investment that's um, taken place in the area beyond the air terminal. So the area where the buses are, it looks uh, shabby. The entrance uh, as you come into Gibraltar through the land frontier is also shabby. That whole area yeah, there yeah. We, needs a complete re- remake. We talked about that. Mr. Darianani, the first impressions at the air terminal? Well, look, uh, the, the air terminal, I mean, it, it has to look good. I mean, uh, 90 million pounds was spent on the air terminal when when the initial the initial cost was, was 25 million. They spent uh, four times over. So, of course, I mean, uh, thank God that it, that, that it, that it looks good. Uh, you speak about baggage reclaim. Let me say the baggage reclaim works wonderfully. Um, uh, within 15 minutes, you're, you're out. Uh, you, should, you should go to other airports and wait for an hour. Uh, so I think there is uh, okay. there is there is there is a, a, no issue with that. Once we, you're out of the airport, what about uh, transport links to the uh, city centre? Because we know that uh, the GFSB and the Chamber of Commerce have long called for improvements to the taxi city service. Yeah, I mean, look, the 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 taxis. It's 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 also always a question of how many people come on the plane, depending on depending on uh, the amounts actually stay in Gibraltar and those who who go across to Spain. So if you go across to Spain, you could have a flight that maybe seventy percent are staying in Gibraltar. So that day you will feel the lack of taxis for for obvious reasons. But then if there are if there are less people going to if there are less people going to um, uh, less people staying in Gibraltar, then then obviously then you will feel that the the taxi the taxi situation is adequate can it be can it be improved of course it can look we're in constant discussions with the taxi association i think i think the gta do their best to provide the the service service they can they are they are obviously um all over gibraltar so they they they're constantly coming to the frontier doing picking up their passengers yeah, okay. coming back Mr. But it's something that thank you um yes i think there's been a constant clamor from the the business sector and and generally the tourist sector to to improve on that service i would like to say that the um the other day the taxi association were out in full force they were there when i went to pick up um, or just rather drop off my um, son at the airport. There were loads and loads of taxis there, certainly no no shortage. So we would work with them scientifically to actually help them um, deal with the demands and vari- variation in demands so that there's consistency of service. I think that's all they're lacking. There's certainly no lack of effort or willingness on their part, but there are issues and we will definitely address them in a scientific manner. Okay, let me ask you about, uh, let's move on to business. We've focused primarily on tourism uh, so far, and we're about halfway through. Let's uh, move on firmly to to business. Um, In June, the Chamber of Commerce said that the efficiency 
productivity and value for money that the government offers should be at the foremost, it should be foremost in our minds. How would the GSLP Liberals and the GSD improve on efficiency, productivity and value for money for business? Well, um, I think that the present administration's business-facing policies are, are dormant and reactive at best. Um, there's certainly no long-term plan, no strategy or real understanding of where our strengths and future potential lies. Um, what we're proposing to do is to properly engage with the business sector proactively, um, not just for Brexit talks but uh, and beyond to make sure that we, we, we do deliver. So low-lying fruit, for example, cut uh, red tape. There's a lot of money, millions and millions, um, anecdotally, of course, being wasted on time wasting, where people have to virtually have a, a degree standard knowledge of, of how to navigate the, the vagaries of, of, uh, of the government uh, red tape as it stands at the moment. As, an, as a business owner myself, I've constantly been frustrated. Um, and in fact, you, you sometimes feel the frustration when you speak to the civil servants as well. What we should have, Jonathan, is a, is a one-stop shop, one central point where, where business can target their, their queries and their, 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 um, their questions, whatever they have, and that, that is then distributed to the various different departments. That's one of the, the things we the also... The GSLP Liberals promised a one-stop shop at the last well, election. Well, well, I, well, I think we've already announced a one-stop shop. We already have a one-stop shop, so... No, no, we've already. We've, it's, been, it's been in place for the last eighteen months. But I still so. have to contact the tax office for one thing, the um, employment board for, for to register well, that's my because, employees. That's, that's, this. That is and, because and, you choose you to. Get, that is because you, you choose to. Uh, Craig. No, no, no. That's because you choose to. But if you if you were to start of a business and you need to you need to uh, you don't need to contact the tax office. You would come to the Ministry for Business. You have a person who is dedicated to 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 doing all that for you. So they would do the tax office. They would do the employment service. They would do. Everything everything for you so so like i say this is this is already this is already in place you speak you speak you speak of you speak of well 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 well, we we do it we do it but there are people there are people who choose to do it their own way they choose to go to the tax office themselves they choose to go to employment service themselves we we can't stop people from from doing that you you speak of red tape i don't know what red tape you're referring to because because this is all this is already in place this is already um, in place. So, so you, you're saying that you're talking about establishing so something that is already in place. So, the, so now you can go online, you can fill in one form, submit it, and your company is registered. No, you, you, you don't have to go online. Of you, not. Can, you have you can, to you can, register. You, can, you, write. you no, have to no, apply no. for a trade license. You have to apply for... No, business license. no, you yes, 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 you, you, can, you, can, you, can, you can do it independently. But what I'm trying to tell you is that if you were to write an email, there's a one, uh, the email you'd write to the Ministry for Business, and you would say, if you were to say, I'm starting up a business, they will guide you and they will do it all for you. They will, they will make sure that the, the application for the, for the trade license can take place. They can do the employment service for you. They, can, they, can also, they will also contact, contact the, the, the tax office for you. It's all done. But if you want to choose to do it your own, independently, you can do that too. Okay, let me ask you both for your positions. No, it's, it's, it's from my ministry, so it's not a question of not being true. It, it's been done from my office. Let me ask you, the, the Federation of Small Businesses would like um, the teams contesting this election to commit to the continuation of the Business Improvement District in some form, the bid. Will you make that commitment? Well, look, I think what uh, we need to put into perspective here is that the bid was a, a uh, initiative from the from the private sector, primarily from Main Street traders. They approached the government and, uh, and, and we said that we would match it pound for pound if everybody was 
in agreement with it, or the or the the majority were in were in agreement with it. Obviously, when 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 things moved on, there, we, there was we, a disagreement. Yeah. We, we know so, how it panned out, but what's yes. your position going forward? So, well, the position going forward is that so we are now looking to uh, beautify Main Street. Uh, as a, as an alternative, of course, because we feel that Main Street needs to needs a facelift. Government so, funded, one hundred percent. Yes, and what we will do is uh, we will, as soon as we uh, return, to, hopefully return uh, to office, we will create a consultative uh, group with Main Street traders, with all the stakeholders, not only Main Street, because I feel that the side streets also need a facelift, and we will we will we will um, we will consult with them, and we will start a okay. beautification program of, of Main Street. Craig Sakarello, the Business Improvement District. For the GST? Yeah, well, the timing of that was awful. It happened at a time where government raised taxes, social insurance, and other fees and charges to businesses. There were a lot of ballot papers and never reached the end user. So it was uh, not not a surprise to me that uh, that it collapsed. Um, it was done. It was it was it wasn't managed uh, in, in the right way. But government did provide the legislation framework for it to happen, which and in which, fact, it's still there. Backed, and so, excuse me. Um, and so the the bid actually the legislation is still in. Um, in in uh, we're still running. Um, we will review it. We will listen to the business demands and adjust the the scheme to suit the suit their needs. So yes, of course, Main Street does need a a lot of investment. It's the branding that's important. The, but there's no cohesion there. It needs to look like a like a, a dedicated proper shopping centre in, in a much more modern way and that's okay. part of the thing. That is why we have a clear plan to, to refurbish uh, yeah. uh, Main Street okay. because I think that is what the traders are calling out for. I speak to them often and that is something that they want and that is something that we will deliver. Small businesses uh, report that they're still recovering from the pandemic. The GFSB has asked for a commitment that there will be no further increases to social insurance, contribution, social insurance contributions above inflation and that these always to be in July to tie in with the tax year and most companies financial year can you make those commitments well look it's difficult to uh, to to make a commitment of, of that sort but look we're, we are we're not here to we're not here to increase we're not here to increase uh, 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 cost to business. We're, we want to make it easy for business. We want to be in a situation where that people who come to Gibraltar can do business in Gibraltar, but above all, our small businesses uh, need to prosper. The s- small businesses are, is the heartbeat of the economy, and we have we have a track record of, of helping of helping uh, small businesses, and, and we will will continue okay. doing so. And, and not the only GSP that, so, on so social we, insurance contributions. Yeah, very, very easy. Um, being business friendly, um, we're looking and having listened to them, we're looking to assist startups by um, reducing a whole whole load of costs, including social insurance. And on social insurance, we're looking at uh, helping job creation by introducing a payment holiday for SI in the first year of employment with no loss of credit. And so other measures like that will be in effect, such as rates and zoning. We're looking at a much much fairer approach. The the Federation of Small Businesses also asks for no above inflation increases to utilities or minimum wage. Are you in a position to say what um, your party's views are? Well, we've already committed to not uh, increasing uh, electricity on the on the infla- uh, on inflation rate. In so far as um, uh, what was the other one? Sorry, utilities yeah, and yeah. Uh, tax. Sorry, and uh, minimum wage. Well, minimum wage. It's we 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 we've there's increased. A program, right? We have there's a program. We've increased the minimum wage uh, from eight pounds uh, ten pence to eight pounds uh, sixty pence this uh, this year. Look, we are committed to. I think it's important. The the worker needs uh, the lower the lower end worker needs to be taken care of, and and this government has done so has done so okay. since we've been in office. While they haven't, Mr. Sacarello, minimum wage. 
Um, well, that needs to be looked at very sensitively because you need to take into account, of course, the, the concerns of business owners and not overloading their, their cost base. But at the same time, there's other ways of helping them whilst ensuring that you're protecting the, the worker who, of course, needs to earn a living. As we all know, the cost of living has increased dramatically and it's not fair to make people live below the poverty line. Okay, let me ask you um, about um, the Business Improvement District. Sorry, I've, I've asked you about the Business Improvement District. Your main I um, ideas to improve business uh, on Main Street and, and the side streets. Uh, you've talked about a refurbishment. Is there anything else that you'd like to highlight? I think I think we need to also look at uh, uh, things. Things need to change. I mean, there's a lot of competition out there, and uh, we, we we want to help businesses uh, innovate. So so when when you look at um, at the competition, especially with online with online shopping, uh, we need to be in a position where we need to look at how we change the products that we sell. So we will, we want to create a a sort of a guidance team. Uh, within within retail, I think that's that that is something that I'm I'm, I'm looking at doing. Uh, we, we need to bring in people who are experts in the field. We need to look at other high streets and 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 work with that. It it is not easy because because uh, retail is is very difficult. It's becoming even more difficult. Um, so I think I think we need to change that, that, and we need to be uh, in a position. We need to be positioned to 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 welcome that change. You, you mentioned a guidance team. Uh, um, I mean, I'll bring in Mr. Sacarello on the GSD in just a moment. But uh, the GFSB asked for the tourism board to be reconvened within a month of the election. Yes, well, I, I mean, I can give them that commitment. Uh, we've, um, we, you know, we, uh, a tourism board, it, it, it's, it's, it's not an issue whatsoever. I consult them anyway, uh, separately. I speak with the Federation of Businesses. I have a great uh, relationship with them. I, I speak with them often, uh, with the Chamber of Commerce and, and with other stakeholders. I'm okay. always consulting because I think consultation is important. If uh, we, we can... I Let, let's I commit let's to bring in the GSD board. then. Just, just tourism very, board? Just, just very briefly, yeah, we would uh, absolutely reconvene the Tourist Advisory Board plus okay. also a small business board, which, importantly... Um, but on to the, sorry, I, I'll let you speak. Uh, please, please um, allow me now. Thank you. Um, but the the important thing, I think, uh, with regards to our, our, our local retailers, is to take a step back and look at the, the the economy generally. What we need to be focusing on is inward investment, making sure that there are other businesses that are coming in, providing opportunities and platform, developing policy to allow our business generally to flourish. Because on the on the back of having more people here then we will have more people so spending. So your main idea then for to, to attract more inward investment? Absolutely, apart from the obviously the, the, the tourist uh, opportunities that we, we talked about before. The other um, no, market... No, but I mean, like how is, would you bring is, about more so the inward other market investment? For, for local um, retailers is, is the local business. So we look at, we need to bring more more workers, more workforce to, to Gibraltar, more people looking, more companies looking to buy. So one of the things... Um, we, we would do is, is devise a, a new market study um, which um, would, would look at attracting um, areas where, well, we would analyse where the future of uh, business lies in, in terms of uh, the future global economy, looking at introducing technologies and, um, and leveraging off the current uh, industries there to, to grow the, the economy. Um, part of that is looking at everything in its entirety. So Doesn't sound like a specific to... policy, though. Well, the policy is to have a, a new market study. This isn't something... A study, okay, sorry. Which, yes, you did say yeah. that, sorry. Okay, um, l well, let me just ask you, before before we move on, um, uh, before I ask you to wrap up, as we're almost out of time, uh, we haven't really mentioned the Upper Rock. What do you mention, what do you uh, make of the Upper Rock? Is it being fully 
utilized i mean some of the um tourist feedback um on on websites suggests that it's not well well kept the word abandoned crops up from time to time um there are dangerous falls in places with little effort to make them safe or signpost the hazard mr darianani no, I think uh, you said earlier that we have a record uh, income on, on, on tourist sites uh, this year. That shows that the people are, vi- are visiting our sites. Um, our sites Doesn't are, mean that they'll come back, though. I, I think people will s- certainly come back. Uh, that, that, is, that has always happened. I mean, it's not a situation that we, we need to be worried about. We are, con- we are working nonstop to attract as many p- people as possible to Gibraltar. Uh, we, we have seen, we have seen the, the, the work that's been done, and, 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 that, and that, work will be con- well, that work will continue. And so far as improvements are concerned, of course that we need to do more. We, that, that perhaps there have been situations where we've seen... Uh, Parts of the upper rock abandoned. Well, look, it's it's it is it is what it is. You know, we've we've been through t- two years of, of of nobody visiting the the upper rock. Okay, and 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 we've had and we've had other priorities. We're, we're pretty but much I out think, of time, so I let me ask Mr. Darianani just... to round up, and then you get your last word, uh, Mr. Sacarello, because we flipped a coin, and that's the order that uh, that was. Uh, dictated by the coin, Mr. Darianani. Final thoughts: Why should people vote GSLP Liberals on tourism and well, business? Well, I think uh, we are the ones who have a, a clear plan. Uh, we are the ones that have a clear vision. Uh, we have shown that with the announcement that we have made, because we're not we're not we're not talking about doing studies or whatever. We're talking about very clear plans: a, a brand new cruise liner terminal, improvements in the airport, Main Street beautification, uh, Chatham Counter Guard, casemates. This is okay. everything that we want Sa- to do. Thank the you, Mr. Entran- the entrance to the Mr. To, 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 for the GSD the now. Well, we would develop a wholly revised um, tourism strategy to to um, to replace the piecemeal uh, um, one that currently I- exists. We're looking at greater coordination between departments, upgrading our sites, um, making sure they're actually open for business, and expanding our product offering. And from a business point of view, like I said before, we're looking to inject a lot more money into the economy, not just from a f- uh, fiscal point of view, but also from an inward investment right. point of view, Thank leading you. to better-paid jobs. Thanks for listening to those highlights from Gibraltar today. I'm Kelly M. Borge, the show's producer. We're live on Radio Gibraltar Monday to Friday from 1 to 2, getting behind the headlines. And you can catch up here whenever you like. Until next time, have a good one. GBC Podcasts. Local voices on demand.